Hello, welcome to a latest shiny interstitial. This is Rob Hirschfeld, your host, and I'm joined by Greg Althaus. Hi. Uh, Rack and CTO. We want to do a, a little um, vignette for you, a um, little play on politics jokes. Provisioning isn't provisioning because we've been having some conversations the last couple days where uh, we've sort of been asked to do provisioning with digital rebars, what, what it does, and yet that's not really what people want it to do. So they need a provisioner that doesn't provision or does provision plus plus. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, or, or the way I've been seeing and noticing it is people think of provisioning as this one slice and they say that's provisioning, and, but it turns out it's more than that. It's so what, what's, what are they trying to do in the slice? I want to boot something with TFTP, or I want to control the out-of-band system. And they're like, that's provisioning. And you're like, okay, well, but what are you going to do once you have it you know, power cycled? Or what are you going to do once you have it booting? And then the question goes, oh, well, then I'm going to want it to do something else. It's like, well, okay, yeah. So that something else becomes part of your provisioning as well. And so it becomes this collection of things that you turn into a provisioning system, it's not just this one, but I've been amazed at how many people seem to start with, this is provisioning, and then immediately jump to, oh, and this, and this, <laughs> and this, right? So, I mean, provisioning to me is getting something fully usable, maybe. Um, that's the way I think of it. The, the term goes back to the, the phone days when you would provision a new circuit, and you know you would get dial tone across a, a phone line. We stole the term from the the telcos um, in, in here. It, I guess part of, part of I guess, the big aha for us, because we've, we've gone through this journey with digital rebar. If people haven't traced it, digital rebar provision started off 18 months ago as really just a pixie booter um, because that's what we needed. A pixie provision, Greg's giving me a funny look. We threw oh, the DHCP no, no, no. server in there. I think it's interesting what you said about provisioning. I think provisioning in some regards, the way I think about it for data synergies, goes back even further. Okay. Like when you're provisioning to go out on the Oregon Trail. That's that's much further back than Telcos. <laughs> you, you needed to make sure you had all the pieces you needed to get to your end state. And so that was a, a, a mesh of I needed certain sets of equipment, rations, food, spare parts, tools, all of these things needed to be provisioned your wagon. Yeah. so that I could then go and make my journey or wherever I was going to go or take my army across the sea or whatever, right? That kind of provisioning is what I envision when I talk about data center provisioning. It's not just this one thing or this one connection or the one dial tone. It's all of the steps that I need and all of the equipment and pieces integrated together right to make that journey. And in some regards, right, provisioning is this journey from a system that has no control over it all to a functioning web server or a Kubernetes cluster or whatever. And that I think of more as a journey. And like with our DRP workflows, I've just defined what the map of that journey is gonna look like. And then I've integrated it with the tools, be it the internal tools inside of DRP to do the tasks or the external repos to get the code to actually run the pieces. 
but those that journey is where I'm going from nothing to something. And it may be I gotta take a trip back, and so I'll go back and redo that path, right? Or whatever. Makes sense. So it's an interesting use of provisioning where that's where I tend to think about it with regard to provisioning. That's kind of what I think about when I try and drive discussions on provisioning. So I really like this because this is a conversation we have all the time and, and it feels very circular to me also where somebody says, I need you to boot a server and install an operating system and give me out-of-band management and then I'm done, thank you very much. And we sort of were like, whoa, 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 hold on. Before you leave the, the, you know, the uh, where you go when you're going to stock up before a trip, commissary or a store or whatever. Yeah. Um, so so oh, I'm thinking military terms. Oh, yeah. Oh. But, yeah. Um, so, so, we're, you're provision- so we have these conversations with people and they're like, we just need provisioning. What we typically try to do is pull back people and say, where are you trying to go? Because if we just give them, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm just trying to you know, go dig a hole. And you're like, well, here's, here's a wagon with a shovel in it. And if you want, we have a power, you know, we have a power shovel. Right. But you know, go. And, and it turns out that that's not what they want at all. What they're actually trying to do is pour a foundation or build a house. And you're like, Ugh, you know, if you told us we have bags of concrete and two-by-fours and saws. That's right. And so the, the idea of these provisioning conversations of where do you want to end up, what are you trying to do, as opposed to what uh, just trying to boot a machine and get an OS installed on it, that's there's, this is where provisioning for us has really become a much bigger conversation. It's about the intent. We've been that's talking right. about intent-based um, systems a little bit. Oh, most definitely. And and the workflows that got added into provision as part of our understanding as we sort of interacted with people and asked this "Where do you want to go?" question. The, the workflows became the, well, I want to get to this destination. And then what we really would do is the workflow would get you to the end of that destination and you just stack in all the, pe- all the, all the path. Didn't just end it. Here's the server. Have a good day. Well, and in some regards, keeping my provisioning for a journey example going a little bit, not only do I want to, to get there once, I want to get there again and again and again consistently and and repeatably, right? So in some regards, not only am I provisioning for this one journey, I'm hopefully provisioning and doing it in a way that I can build up this map that lets me keep doing it over and over and over again. That to me is the automation piece, right? So what we're saying is that it's not, this isn't Lewis and Clark provisioning to discover, to, that's know, right. to make a random, that's we're right. driving no, across I mean, the Rockies. We're provisioning for a, you know, so first time, you know, we're going to, in development mode, that's exactly how it feels sometimes. That's right. Oh, but, no, no. But once you build it, you're provisioning for a known trip. It's very repeatable. You can tune it down. That's right. And, and you carry just what you need. So you optimize, right? To, to, you, don't yeah. pack, you don't pack extra stuff in the wagon at that point. That's right. And then I think the, it does feel a bit Wild Westish at times building content packs. <laughs> Right, in the sense that you're building... Catterding, at least. Yeah, yeah, right? And so you're getting there, and you're building your path, and you're building your journey, and that's great, but the nicety, at least with the content packs, is then I potentially have my railroad built that I can just start sending stuff across, right? right? And repeating and repeating and repeating, and that's that's where I think the the real value of trying to think of this as a, as a journey and a repeatable journey comes in is that you start focusing on smaller units, testable units, repeatable units, 
Yeah. I like this analogy because the other thing that we hit a lot is integration to legacy systems. And so, you know, we will help people build, you know, they're going along and they're like, oh, I have to contact this external system, uh, con configuration management database or a ticketing system or, mm -hmm. you know, a, a user identity management system or something like that. And it's sort of like you're, you're on the trail, you, you have to hike down the canyon, ford the river, climb back up out of the canyon and go. And at some point you're like, can we build a bridge? You build a bridge and you're, you, you, know, you keep making that path a little bit more direct, right? You have a tunnel, you have a bridge. You, you know, and, and so I, I really like this provisioning is the journey story. And your you know, provisioning is really building the supplies you need to complete the journey. Um, and then I guess what we're really saying now is that if you can provision the full journey, which is really what we've been trying to do, it's, it's a different way of thinking about the problem. Typically, when, when I've talked about data center provisioning, it's... You set it up for the first day. You just get everything plugged in. Oper you know, the disks are spinning. The operating systems are installed. And then you say, thank you very much. Team 2 take over. Um, and then they have their own tools and their own things. And, and there's no continuity. Um, and that's where sort of this idea of provisioning is not provisioning uh, was coming from for us. And it's worth explaining because... Well, we can help people just do IBM-high controls and create an API for server management um, at, the, at the highest le level. It, it always feels like we're leaving something on the table in the conversation when we don't get to say provisioning is not provisioning. It's really the, where you want to get to, building, building the data center infrastructure you want. Yeah. Cool. Great. Thank you. This was fun. Uh, it's been a topic we've been having a lot, so I'd like to be able to share these as interstitials and Hope people enjoy them. We'll get you back to the regular weekly podcasts with blockchain, Greg's favorite topic. Hi. <laughs> Cloud, data center, and edge. Uh, hope you've enjoyed the show. Let us know what you think. Uh, this is Rob Hirschfeld signing out.